Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Welcome back to another steaming, piping, piping scalding <laughs> serving of hot, hot gauze. This, as you well know, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, lives. Uh, issues in politics, politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. Let's get in DMs. Oh. <laughs> Let's get into some hot goss. We're hot gossing from the Brooklyn um, headquarters of Forever Dog. We are. With five fans, three air conditioners, one rig to a window with more tape so than is used on my genitals <laughs> nightly. Um, it's on the night, on the Kiera nightly. On the nightly. Yeah. We're uh, in New York, of course, because everything is happening in New York in the next few days. All the bussies are Just out presenting. Yeah. Rainbows everywhere. Glitter. Blisters. We saw Lady Gaga last night at the historic Apollo Theater. We did. I still have the stamp on my hand. Ooh, um, nice. It was transcendent. The be really? fifth row behind her when she says, yeah. my mama told me when I was young, and her mother was sitting in front of me. Yeah. In front of I me. I was like, Cynthia, you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Cynthia, that was you. That She's was, singing about you. Do you remember uh, that? <laughs> did you say that, or did she paraphrase? Girl, we were fucking living. And then Shanzel tried to make her dad move, because her dad was... Hey. Like, <laughs> it was great. Hey, baby. Hey, could you scooch down? I'm Joe or... Angela. It was Joe It was honestly an honest mix-up. Um, you know, they just put her parents wherever, I guess, like in the middle. And there, <laughs> there were empty seats at the start because Shangela was doing another gig before that, of course. Business fish, booked fish. And oh, yeah. um, then I'm like, I'm looking at her trying to get in the row in front of us. And then I was like, oh, cool. Shangela's here. And then like, she's not there. And then I was like, oh, I guess she wasn't sitting there. And then I see the guy in front of me. His hat says Joanne's Trattoria. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Gaga's dad. Oh, so it was her dad. Yeah, that yeah. was her dad. Okay, yeah. So it's like, yeah. holy <laughs> fuck, we're in like the family box Damn. with Neil and David and like all the kids and Adam's right in front of us and Joey and like dead center. I think Miriam Shore was in back of us and um, Beth Stern. Gorgeous. Work. Go- like, I, uh, I've never felt so elite ever. Very. I felt like I was top three, honestly. Very cute. Yes, yeah, we're very top four. right. 
Yeah. And she performed so much of the show literally standing right in the center. Right there. So we were just, it was like, it was very personal. It was very intimate. Everyone there just fucking lived. I like, was they afraid at one point she, couldn't, she could see that I had screwed up the words for that one song. The, the, <laughs> I know. What's the one? Susan Duda Froud, the one about the, the German one. I oh, am right. Bah, 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 bah. That one. I yeah. don't know all the words for that. And she was looking right. Maybe she was looking at her mom. I felt but, like she was looking at me the whole time. She's yeah. like a painting. Yeah. You know, when you move, the, the eyes follow Can you. Can we talk about the lip that the did orange not move? Lip. I need to know uh-huh. what the lip is, Sarah. Sarah, what is that goddamn lip? I'm tagging you. I think you. it's Mac, isn't it? That orange? I think it's Mac. I don't know, but I, I need to figure it out. Mac. The lip was juicy and fluorescent the whole time. I loved it. It's Mac. I'm definitely texting her makeup artist. It's uh, <laughs> 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 Wig makeup. Wig premiered on HBO. I'm, I have my Gaga wristband, and then right above that is my wig wristband from last Aww. year because I love it. It was so historic getting to be a part of something that I grew up watching. You know, so special. And your feature in the film because they changed it a little bit from what the original screening we saw yeah. to what aired on HBO, and you got a lovely feature, gal. You she gonna pop up? You are featured talent. In she did film. a pop up. It was so great to see you also featured though and nick and the little redhead lilo what's her name uh, Lee, yeah, Lee. okay. Your, this is your hair with the wigs flying, yeah. And Nick said, "Well, I knew I had to do something with hair. It was wig stock." And I was like, "Oh, you knew? Okay, she um, knew. She's amazing. She, knew. she, she does, You look epic. The slow mo, the Latrice is in it. Yeah, um, Miss Richfield, nineteen eighty one. Mm-hmm. Is that Miss Richfield? No, not no. Miss Richfield. Dina Martina. Dina Martina. I'm yeah. so sorry for confusing him. Well, um, her performance <laughs> is probably one of my favorite in the whole movie. So funny. There's just and so good. there's so many things that like I wanted to see more of, but like music clearances was an issue. Obviously, oh, yes. like, who girls turn in your mixes? Turn in your mixes. Let's get them clearances. We have to get the clearance. Don't be doing no Beyonces at Coachella. No Super Bowls. <laughs> no Captain and Tennille. You know Tennille is angry about it still. About the residuals. Um, yeah, I wanted to see more. The only thing I wanted to see more of was probably Candace. Oh, Candace yeah. and Lena were yeah. the most sickening. So good. Sickening. Um, I just watched Candace's story and she was doing some illusions in a caftan <sighs> on some vacation number pop up. There's like, you know, oh with the girls gosh. and things. And I was just like, I want to be at that party so bad just to watch Candace Kiki at a party. Girl, truly. Truth. Just Ugh. hair of hair of heaven. The girls are out. The fans are on. The hair is blowing. I'm yeah. going to Fire Island next week. Oh, that's going to be fun. I expect uh, herpes and splinters. Oh, her. Well, you, that mama will provide. <laughs> Maybe Alex Noel will be there, too. We, uh, <laughs> mama will provide. <laughs> Both of us three octaves down. <laughs> mama, mama will, will provide. provide. <laughs> Scald. What was your favorite part about the Gaga concert Scald- last night? Scaldration. 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 Um, uh, Tzilla. Um, uh, Tivana. Li- Literella. Literella. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, mm. we have so much going on this week. Yes, yes, Everything yes, yes, is yes. happening. The World Pride opening ceremony. Oh, thank you for the kind bars. Oh my gosh, it's like eating a, basically eating like a um like a candy bar for breakfast. Like it's kind of fun. I love it. How is it two um, o'clock breakfast? I know, right? Well, I don't yeah. know. It's Same. I, I got up at like twelve fifty, and I was like, "Well, I better get going to Brooklyn." It's possible. Impossible. <laughs> um, World Pride opening ceremony. I'm going to be in it. It's 
huge. It's hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, cool. Cindy Lauper's in it. Um, You're going to be behind Cindy, right? I'm doing a number. No. You're doing a number. I'm doing, a lo- I'm doing my song Pride so from I, the new album. Can from I have a pop up gig? Behind Cindy for $100, please. Didn't you get called for it? Nope, not on oh, the list, gal. You better go to Nooch Restaurant. Oh, wow. And use Nooch and Facial Cream. Nooch seasoning. <laughs> Nutritional thank for, yeast. Thank you for all the Noochings, by the way. The Noochings are a plenty. <laughs> so many Nooches. Oh and God. then tomorrow night, after the World Pride thing, we're doing A Star is Born This Way. I'm in that with you. You are. Oh, my yeah. God. You're like, my oh, I have plans. Gail, <laughs> here's some earplugs. It's real loud up there. <laughs> Can you do that in the show when I'd we have her to. bit? I know her monologue. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And it's sort of uh, it's sort of a beefed up version because we had such an amazing time doing it before that we were like, okay, people are going to be in for- Right. Uh, probably. Wh- we have so many people coming from all around the world for World Pride, so mm-hmm. we wanted to do it again. We've added a couple numbers. I don't want to give away specifics, but we've added a couple numbers uh, with the dancers. I'm playing Eddie Griffin, the pastor, who winks a lot. <laughs> and I'm also <laughs> Lunel. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. What is that? Lunell is the is the cashier who takes the picture, and Eddie Griffin is the oh, pastor. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I had to. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to. <laughs> um, and also, I have a lot of shows. I'm doing uh, Bath and Body at uh, um, the Williamsburg Hotel on Thursday. It's a fun party with Derek Todd. And then I'm doing what? Club Coming with Alan Cumming and Lorenzo Martone. Uh, That's Friday night. Saturday, oh. I have a brunch for the Trevor Project with Kimpton. And oh. there's so many people in that. We have um, Izzy Uncut. We have Stephanie's Child. We have <gasps> Miss Chalet. We have Raya. We have me. All the divas. So many divas. The divas are out. The divas are going to be up from last night and still out. I was with Raya in OC Pride this last weekend. She was um, going strong from the night before. And mm. then the next morning had a 9 a.m. bubbly brunch in Palm Springs with Ross. Oh, my God. 9 a.m.? She brought $300 with her and said, somebody needs to take me from the OC to Palm Springs. And sure enough, she found somebody because, you know, she can't have Uber because there was altercation. Um, she got her Uber. Anyway. Okay, let's not, not during get Pride. into it. Um, okay. And then I texted her the next day at like 11 a.m. like, girl, you in Palm Springs? She's like, just touching up my beat. Slept in it. I said, hell not to please me. You got to sleep in it. <laughs> um, and then uh, she went back to OC for Sunday night for another gig. I applaud. She really, her hustle is unlike really anyone i've ever seen she's a door door doll she really is and um, we love her we love friend of the pod friend of the deep friend of the pod deep friend Uh, um speaking of deep friends of the pod we appreciate everyone for understanding the joke and not just yelling oh manila white streaks in the hair about our season three promo looks yes yes we pulled it off of course we are paying trib to Oh, the amazing India Farah and Phoenix Atlanta. Phoenix ATL. We suggest and demand that you go online, check them out, follow them. They are drag excellence at its finest. Now, ours were human units, just to let were everybody they? know. Yeah, oh yeah. I could tell by the way it moved. In so the wind? Just blowing. She's like just the breezy. Wind. Yeah. <laughs> Season three. <laughs> Season three. <laughs> Those tracks of blonde in the front. Get me on my knees. We did our best to recreate this moment where they both walk into the workroom wearing pretty much the same outfit. Prison, honey. <laughs> Prison. It was that moment. It was like you could go to the store down the street, 
and you could get all those earrings. You could get the wig. You can get that whole outfit. It's like a wig store outfit. Yeah, they had it with the red hair in the front. You could totally have yeah. a cute sequin rhinestone shirt with rhinestones only on the front mm-hmm. and like three missing towards the seam. Kind of cuckoo clockwork uh, sequining, but still there. (laughs) It's definitely hair store ad for sure. Uh, Alaska hat was India Faring about. Clearly, she had on everything. Mm -hmm. A necklace bib with 18 charms, an earring, a sunglass, a nail, a glove, a breastplate. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you had a Roto-Rooter drain belt somewhere just in case. (laughs) You were definitely the Swiss army knife of transvestites that day. That's what India Faring about is. For sure. When you just go through the drag closet, you're like, that's nice. I can't. I can't leave this in here. Oh wait, oh, no. Wait. They need to see this. They have to see this. They need to know I have nice things. Wait, I have to put on the body chain too. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Ooh, let me put on this um this clit ring. <laughs> My diamond clit ring. <laughs> it's a little glitter in the armpit too. Never heard. Yeah, very much. And then I was of glitter course chest, Phoenix. Glitter. Yeah, just simple, classy, nooch, nooch, giving nooching-tons. nooching-tons nooching-tons a plenty. Um, we're glad you're watching with us for classic. Um, we have to take a break. Yeah, let's take a break, and we will be right back. We get to take a break, actually. Yes, we do. What priv? This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag, drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. We are back. Let's get political. Political. I want to get political. Let me see your poly side. Let me see that poly. Let me see it. You know what we saw Look on June, June 19th? We saw a lot of um, Juneteenth celebrations. It was yes. turn, up, turn Up on Cherokee, where I have my studio for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, we, there, was a, there was everybody out. Fierce. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and recently, um, people are becoming more aware of Juneteenth, and it's a cultural mm-hmm. holiday commemorating the emancipation of enslaved black people in the United States. Um, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell was quoted as saying, no one currently alive has responsible for that, and then referred to slavery as the country's original sin, but said the Civil War, civil rights laws, and electing a black black president were all things that the country has done to move forward from slavery so reparations aren't needed that's what this asshole said and then author and activist Tanahisi Coates gave an impassioned plea before the Congressional Subcommittee. It's impossible to imagine America without the inheritance of slavery. For a century after the Civil War, black people were subjected to a relentless campaign of terror. Victims of that plunder are very much alive today. I'm sure they'd love a word with the majority leader. Mm. Do you have thoughts? Because I sure do. Reparations is a very important conversation that's happening right now. And um, a lot of like the uh, presidential hopefuls, it, I'm glad that like this is a question that they get asked about because like this is a this it's is a, a tough thing. one. Well, it's not that tough, though, because I think reparations are necessary to do the right thing. Yeah. But then right. how do you put the whole country in debt, too? I mean, the right thing would be to give them everything because- out of a war. Something. Yeah. I thank God that Iran won didn't shit, shit and start, right? Yeah. Holy fuck. Let's just like take out take out one of the wars and put it toward reparations. Because and often the first argument so let's just break it down for like in case I don't know, listeners have no idea what the white privilege that Mitch McConnell does. Well the so reparations would be like the idea is giving some sort of uh, monetary or property or something to people who are descendants of enslaved black people, right? Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Yeah, but even some some of those people don't know because their history wasn't written down always, and like you yes. don't know your lineage. You're not like the Mayflower pussy, right? You know, so like how how would we calculate all like for how do we how do we um adjust forty acres and a mule for inflation today? Shit. We well, I think it can be done. I hope. I think there should be like a council that figures it out and lays down the specifics. But I think it's a I think it's a necessary and important thing. Often the first argument that people have is like Mitch McConnell. Oh, well, it happened a long time ago and no one is directly affected. Literally, the plates he's eating off of were probably in some way white privileged from 
not having to pay for your own labor with your relatives back in the 1700s. Yes. You know, like it, the yeah. money could be that old that he doesn't even know that he's sipping off of a vintage teacup or some bullshit, you yeah. know? So the white privilege is so apparent in Mitch McConnell. And I'm learning more about this as I go. Like, it's just stuff that like this asshole is taking for granted. Yeah. And it also has been like a institutionalized way of keeping black people and minorities down through the institutions that have that that still exist mm -hmm. whether it's the court system whether it's like housing which is like really like um really crazy i've been listening to if you're into politics if you're into podcasts i suggest listening to on the media which is like npr i think mm -hmm. there's like this new series about the process of eviction and how like disproportionately it really fucks over lower income people mm -hmm. and they're really being taken advantage of but like these are things that have been built into the system of america the economy of america is based on s slave work like that that built the economy at the beginning of this country so like this is a a huge thing and i think that i think we definitely do need reparations I don't know how much or how we figure it out or what it what the specifics look like. But as a way to atone for this really fucked up thing from the history of our country. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the best chance we had of fixing it was Barack. And he did as much as he could with that fucking Senate. The conversation has changed, though. And the conversation shifted. continues. The conversation fully continues. The conversation continues. Um... I saw something in the in a paper or a repost this week. It had in this, I think it was the New York Post or something, but it had an article on a white teenager um, attempted murder or murder, something like that. And then there was an African American teenager, and he was he was arrested for kicking someone or something. And they called the black kid a thug, and they called the white kid a teen. So it's just like the labeling mm -hmm. in general, like. Yes, the media coverage is also another instit institutionalized way of demonizing people of color. And so these conversations, it's good that we're having them because there's so much progress. So like the idea that like, oh, we had a black president, racism is over. Like that's not the case. It's an ongoing scenario. Like there's there's times when I stupidly think like I'm in, I'm I'm lucky to to not have to deal with that kind of stuff. But then I also have to think, but like you're so fucking privileged that you even think that you're lucky you don't have to deal with it. And then you're also just fucking stupid, you yeah. know, for like thinking that. But at the same time, I'm embarrassed by being white at some point. Yeah. Because like the stupid things that other white people do, like I watch these beatdown submissions and I see people using the N-word like it's okay. It's just like, Speaking of, and we can end on this, a really exciting thing happened at the BET Awards. Old Town Road was was performed. It was like the hit of the night. Work. Which is uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. And, and Lil Nas. Yes. Uh, 
and so that that was a moment of like country and like uh and like black culture coming together and like a really like exciting moment so um that so that that's fierce i love that song my my aunt mary lou who's like a little 411 white lady was nominated for some bet awards and she said it was one of the most fun award shows she ever went to oh i bet yeah turn up at bet girl we're, we're viacom girls we should get on the on the docket for that next year please let's can we um also Nas's outfit did you see no little Nas. Nas little Nas. sorry okay yes um okay hold on i'm looking it up because it's that good was it denim i don't know um bet awards like you're gonna gag and you're gonna i bet you're gonna go have it made or a version of it a shorty little scooter version with a bolero like maybe a headband look at this fucking outfit it's so good it's yellow and fringe oh wow this is fringe it's this fringe. is for me it's yellow fringe <laughs> this is for me i'm gonna paint i love it it looks like if christina aguilera had a hype man from dirty and Tip. it was in alabama and this man's abs i am down and that drop crotch of an inseam t-von so good i want the outfit and i want it now so cute you do love a cowboy hat i do Uh, i do Uh, we're gonna sip on some more tea and we'll be back for segment three oh it's so hot hot should i put some should i put some almond milk in there it's too hot just stick, (laughs) stick my big toe in it brb Tivana, Litarella. Mm, this font's small. Litina. Okay. This section, we're going to go spelunking in the DMs. DMs. Ooh, is that a bat? Drip, drip, drip. Drick, drick, drick. It's just like a slug pulling a bag of dildos in the dark corner with a stalagmite. Do you want to read this one sure. first? This Go is from Michael. Hey, y'all. Love the pod and let's do it weekly. I got a question. Would like some advice. My husband has wanted to do drag forever and is finally going to start. How can we help him with support of drag items? Any good surprises that I can get him so he can start looking fab? We're turning 30 soon. Michael in Chattanooga. You know, I got arrested for that once in, in Chattanooga. Chattanooga. <laughs> Charges were dismissed. Uh, Blanche, are you allowed to go back to Chattanooga? Are you kidding? The sheriff still rides. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say uh, get an Amazon Prime account because it's all you need to be a drag queen nowadays. Amazon Prime and a YouTube tutorial. Yes, and I say Bam, this a lot. I, yes, I say this a lot. You, you have two drag mothers in this world and their names are Amazon and YouTube. Yeah. We didn't have these when we were starting. No. We had to like, it was like a secret like word of mouth like, oh, you can get shoes in your size <laughs> uh, across town at the stripper store that you never heard of. Yeah. That purple that Mayhem uses for her contour. What is that? <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Right. Yeah. That kind of secret, you there know? There was no like list of the 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 types of makeup that you should get mm. but now you have all these resources so really um that's the way to including do it including if you flip through my book i literally give you a shopping list of makeup that you need just to make the simplest basicest dragus faced yeah so many consonants in there there's Don't a last bit good- my lisps <laughs> faggot there's a lot of good stuff Another thing I would say, invest in a wigs by Vanity. And this oh, is not God. a sponsored post. They just really are the best in the business. You'll have it forever. It's 
it's a higher price point, but it's because it's worth that. And there are plenty of girls copying Vanity's wigs exactly <gasps> oh. down to the oh. color patterns and choices. Not the permatees. The, per- the, per- the, the permatees is patent pending. <laughs> um, and I find that disgusting. Like, sure, everybody wants a Persian rose, but why are you copying someone in our industry who you respect and know? It's like, sure, you can call it an homage, but like... That's shitty. You can't tame a Persian rose. Per- Welcome to my crazy life. You can't tame a Persian rose. Welcome to copying wigs. <laughs> I would like to get into this next DM. But you know who you are, for- bitch. Oh, wow. Okay. Just saying. Don't out. you come for vanity. The call out of the week. She sent me a free wig, though. One of mine got returned because I wasn't there to sign for it. Whatever. Oh, wow. Sidebar. Blue. Has written, Hi, Dolls and Dipper. I'm a huge fan of the pod, including Hot, Hot Goss. And I must say, I'm so happy that you're back to the older seasons. I've got two questions. Before you became popular... When was that? Did you face struggles in finding success in your career? Did you ever think of giving up? And if so, how did you manage to keep going when everything seemed to go against you? My other question is, will we get season four this year? I'm really excited for it. It's one of my favorites. Thank you all three for making this podcast. I really love and appreciate it. And it never fails to put a smile on my face, even through dark and difficult days. Much love to you all from Blue. Mm-hmm. Did you ever uh, did you uh, th- ever think of giving up? Uh yeah, every day. On dra- <laughs> every day. Every time I wanted to give up on drag race, I would just think to myself what would Raja do? And really, yeah. whenever I had a moment where I was like kind of like struggling even though I knew I wasn't like trying to necessarily like make it to the end, I still wanted to perform well. Um yes. and I would just think what would she do? And that carried me through. She would wait till the cameras are down and demand cigarette breaks. <laughs> That's what she would do. Um, when I actually thought about giving up, though, I also thought about, like, what would my next step after giving up be? It would be putting together a resume. And my work experience now is the same as my work experience when I was 17. Fired from a bathhouse, fired from dinner theater, fired from a mall in New Jersey. The references don't right. hold up. Starbucks yeah. alone wanted me to come for a third interview to get hired there when I was 19. And instead, I went to a callback for the district where Jacqueline Smith was my attorney in a two episode <laughs> Jacqueline Smith. exhilarating arc in 2002. Uh. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I thought to myself, if you did give up, you have no way to get a job. You have no real life experiences. So you better keep putting on that wig, darling. And you better keep making the mouse say funny things. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did, too. Well, you know, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I moved here or there with the intention of not doing drag anymore because I started in Pittsburgh and I we was, were hoping. Well, I was like, I'm going to become a serious actor mm-hmm. and that's that. And luckily, you know, I was just sort of struggling and didn't know what I was doing. And I just did drag for fun one night and I literally got booked to like do a recurring gig from that one time going out and I was like maybe there's something here so I'm glad that like drag continues to pull me in its river and like I'm very grateful let the river run <laughs> next we have a message from Brian hola chismosas that means jealous girls oh chismosas how to, uh, watch my YouTube <sighs> series Como se dice Chismosa. And learn more about it Chismosas. How does one handle an overly meaty tuck What <laughs> are the secret proprietary methods For taming a gnarly, musky, unruly tuck Asking for a friend Love Brian with a Y Okay, I can, I can talk about this 
Sometimes a tuck can't be tamed. Can't be tamed. Can't be tucked. Um, I we tried tucking Alaska once, and that was a big fail that you can work. find on YouTube. It, it, it I, did I'm not, not compute. The, equa- the equation did not work. But um, it's a matter of making sure your balls can fit up into the little cavity that they came from once upon a time. Oh, Mine can only fit one at a time. Oh. I'm not sure how we were trying to shove Alaska's up there. I think it was like trying to fit. I don't. Late... They don't like going up there. Yeah. And I don't like putting them there. So it's one of those things where you can follow the steps in my YouTube tutorial about tucking, or you could just do a monster mash and just mash it back, get enough tights. And if you're a big girl, the good thing is your dick doesn't show because your gunt holds out the fabric enough usually, unless you want to do a bodysuit illusion. And then you really got to like just dip it in some vinegar and make sure it retracts like a snail. Yes. Thank you. That's a good, that's good advice. Next we have from Miss K, not to be confused with Lady K, who is a drag queen I started with. Do you remember Lady K? Remember she busted her face during EOI on the floor when she was doing her Britney mix and she was bleeding, but she finished a number. Work. Yeah. Keep bleeding again. Keep, keep bleeding from my face. Okay. Miss <laughs> K says, I worship Alaska and Willem alphabetically as to not show favoritism. It's okay. And I listen to the <laughs> podcast religiously. I must know about Willem's new makeup line. What information can you provide or is it top secret pre-launch? Thanks, Miss K. I don't have a dick, but my side piece Matt said I could send his. He's well over six inches for reference. I think this is what Willem referred to oh. as Narnia cock in Suckless. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is six inches soft and hard. It's at least... That's a good nine. <laughs> smells like it could be more. Um, it's beautiful. Thank you so much, Miss K. Um, the makeup, Lady K, friend of the pod. The makeup line is... Um, it's going to have three different products and all are integral to drag or your everyday life as a girl if you want to go out and have fun. Um, I'm really excited by them because I was going to launch at DragCon LA and then I saw that Trixie was doing it and my makeup line wasn't perfect as I wanted it. Like two out of three products were ready. So I was like, no, we'll wait for, for um, DragCon New York and launch it there and I'm super excited to do it because it's stuff that I've been like in my career I've been like mixing a gel from this and some glitter from that and a little little spit from whoever's in the room and then hoping it stays on my face now I'm getting something that I know will work for the rest of my life and bitch I'm stockpiling it because I'm gonna be wearing it till I'm 70 okay good luck thank you for I'm gonna give out funeral gift bags of cover boy (laughs) at at my wake when they play through the fire I live Next, I love this question from Gray. Hey, everyone. I have heard you use the term regional a few times throughout the podcast. What makes a girl regional and does each region have an identifiable trait from Gray West? Yes. I would say um, girls in Portland and Seattle are more likely to do like avant-garde drag in a jock strap and maybe not shave their bellies. Bearded, yeah. Yeah, like there's chest hair. the strawberry shortcakes, the um the um Roxy Roxy Cottontail from San Fran. Um uh what's her name? Militia something. It's Roxy's boyfriend, real cute, bearded, bearded queen, beautiful. Yeah. Um so that would be considered a I'd region. I'd say the, those West Coast girls like in that northern West Coast are very regional. I'd say if um well, but on Drag Race, they've used the term regional as like, uh, well, drag exists as, a, as like an a as put a, down. Yeah, yeah. But our our, our drag word for regional 
is actually what it means. It's regional. It's, it's from a region. Yeah, we're not reading the girls. Drag exists outside of Drag Race, so fuck what you heard on that show. Oh, regional wow. for me means oh, something okay. else. Like, um, uh, uh, I mean, Florida and Texas aren't next to each other, but regionally, they definitely are. You, ha- yeah. you see the same animal prints. You see the same bodysuit. You mm-hmm. see the same, um, like... The 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 South Florida makeup is very similar to the Andrews Erica yeah. old school. Lots of black contour, heavy lash on top. It's it's not a derogatory term, you know. And that influence even goes up to like Pennsylvania, Chicago. like yeah, Erie and Chicago next to each other, kind of Ohio. Um, that's like the region I'm from. The, the tri-state area is definitely tri-state Texas, Florida. I find, yeah, and then with a stopover in Back Swamp. You know, I I definitely, I definitely think that um, regional is not an insult as we use it. Thank you for that question, Gray West. Yeah. Liam says, longtime masturbator, first time writer. I want to know how much of William's reunion episode was scripted and how much was what we wanted to say. Oh, my God. Because she was very complicit and we know that ain't her tea. Oh, my gosh. Love you, Alaskan dip, Liam. Here's a photo of my dick for the squad. Mm, Okay, I'm fine with the dick. You're mad that he called you William. (laughs) Well, you're very pressed. I I mean, I'm fully admitting that he, I was complicit. I was doing what they told me to get airtime. They put me in a room with uh, Stephen Korff, Chris McKim, Tom Campbell, and probably one or two other uh, white faggots who said they had my back. And then the director, who the director was actually cool. He hugged me after the show and said he literally walked up to me and then his arms open and he's like, thank you for giving me exactly what we needed. And I said, no problem. Um, I played the game. I wasn't mad at playing the game. The story about my husband was completely made up. Um... But it was convenient and it was a good soundbite. Uh, my husband did visit me, as did multiple other parties. Um, did we fuck while we were there? No, there was no time for that. Right. Um, uh, yeah, so is that okay? I mean, yeah, I basically told answer. you the whole story was fake because it was. And um, they, they, they told me the question about going all the way. Was there anything you'd be different or was going to be in there? And um, the answer that I wanted to give, they told me not to do. So there's this point where after Ruth says, like, uh, I thought you could have gone all the way where I'm like kind of quiet because I'm thinking about giving the actual answer. You said I was going to be flippant, but I want to be heartfelt. Yeah, which was stupid of me. I should have just gone with the flippant answer. I thought that was a nice it was a nice thing because you had a lot of flippant moments and you had a lot of really funny moments, but you actually got a soft so, a what, softer what side? We, what we call a soft camera moment. A soft in the camera business. moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to pick up the hallelujah hoop. <laughs> Sometimes you. you just have to ask Gaga's dad to move. Thank you <laughs> so much for all of these questions. And you can email racechaserpodcast at gmail.com if you have any burning questions or burning dicks. Rumor, conjecture, queries, and quandaries. Yeah. Those are our currency, darling. Tea. And we can't have hot goss without you. We need our little tipsters out there, our little birds. That's right. And we mm-hmm. always appreciate the race chasers out there also just a reminder make sure to keep up with us and watch season three of rupaul's drag race so you can be up to date with our wednesday episode because season three classic is officially here darling she's in the swing of it she's in the building she buzzed up and we said hold on i need to go down to open the door the buzzer's broken i have to come down jesus (laughs) no it'll go in the sewer Uh, you're terrible at catching Uh, (laughs) girl i am a catcher (laughs) thank you so much for listening to hot Hot goss you could hot (laughs) goss (laughs) 
on IG. We're at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and at Race Chaser Pod. That's right. And, and we will be back next week with more piping, piping steaming, scalding, boiling, hot gas. Bye. Ooh, open a window too high. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises Incorporated Limited. This Goss is hot. hot. 